Blog Talk Radio. Listening to the LC and Jack Radio Show live from New York. And now, here are your hosts, LC and Jack. Jack Radio Show, live from New York. And now, here are your hosts, Elsie and Jack. Joining us for another edition of the LC and Jack Radio Show. It's your man, LC, and the bread man on the LC and Jack Radio Show. I think we had some technical difficulties a little bit early, so hopefully everyone is able to uh, connect with us this evening. Give us a shout. You can reach us here in the right in the studio direct, 347 843 Up close and personal, Urban Talk Radio. Our show this evening is being dedicated to the victims in the Florida shooting. How many times do we have to Man, I'm just lost for words. This, I guess kids are not safe anywhere these days, not even in school. So we discussed this, seems like every other month, there's a shooting going on here in the United States. And um, one with a violent stop. Anyway, our, our prayers go out to all the victims and we, we wish Godspeed to those family members that they are able to kind of pull themselves together. And at the end of the day, hopefully, this starts a movement across this country to finally make a change. What's happening there, Brett? Everything is everything, man. Everything is everything. You know? But yeah, I want to just uh, reiterate what you just said about the victims and and the shooting, the school shooting. It's just so tragic that we got to say once again, uh, somebody just comes out their element and take innocent lives for no apparent reason. And 
these politicians are tap dancing like magicians, you know what I'm saying? And uh, nothing's going to get done. They're just going to keep passing a buck until they get voted out. As simple as that. So, so my prayers go out to them. NRA. NRA's got their, their hand on most of these guys' shoulders. So, unfortunately... It takes a movement by the people. Yep. And we can do it. So you can't you can't leave it to the politicians anymore. What you gotta do is force and create change. So people, the will of the people changes make change. So hopefully this you know, unfortunate tragedy turns into something that Starts something positive throughout this country. So, with that said, I know uh, Brad, we, we do have uh, a guest this evening, so we're going to jump right into it. So our guest this evening, Mr. Mike Campbell, is in charge, the man in charge of Bop TV, which is Black on Purpose Television Network. And it's one of the largest African-American-owned television networks in the world of streaming content to over one million households. Congratulations there, sir. It's a, a nice accomplishment. He has over 16 channels of programming. And this man is doing some positive things. So let's get behind him. As he is taking things to the next level, we have BET. Now we have a young brother that's taking his dream and creating Bop TV to the next level. So with that said, I'm so happy to welcome to the show Mr. Mike Campbell. Hello, Mike. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for having me. We, we, we thank you for carving out some time out of your busy schedule to um, to uh, discuss what you have on tap. It's a new year, 2018, and uh, I know you're making some big moves. And why don't you tell a lot of the listeners, including myself, who's not super familiar with your network, you know, I guess how you kind of got started. That would be great if you could give us an idea of, you know, kind of how this, you know, how this got created. Well, um, I started out uh, in music. Um, I'm from New York, from Brooklyn. Got to give my shout out to the five boroughs, Brooklyn, Bronx. Spent a lot of time there working on hip hop stuff during early hip hop, Uh, but went to Erasmus high school their music and arts institute got my start there um lived in flatbush crown heights east new york roundsville so you know i was uh, you made the rounds in the new york thing <laughs> oh absolutely absolutely i thought you were gonna say yo hey, i was work. from one area of brooklyn but he decided to spread himself no, around no. All, all the way around. Uh, did a lot of work up in the Bronx with uh, B-Boy Records, uh, KRS-One, Ultra Magnetic, a lot of the groups during that time. Um, That's what I'm so talking about. That's my piece on that. History right there. Um, wound up uh, producing a lot, of, a lot of songs, a lot of music. Um, accumulated 25 gold and platinum record credits voting member of the Grammys, all that good stuff. Um, but over time, I became a, a, a single parent, raising a son and daughter and, and wanting to see something better for them on TV and something that really reflected positive images was one of the many things that kind of got me uh, on this path to start Bob TV. That's great. It was. Did you 
I guess during this time, obviously, because you were in the music industry, BET was a big driver during that time uh, when music videos kind of got broke a lot of artists and they, they got behind a lot of uh, artists giving them national recognition. Was that kind of a driving force aside from some of the things you just mentioned as well? Seeing that, uh, well, the success BT yeah, well, had at that time. Yeah, at that time, eighties, uh, nineties. Uh, um, you know, the thought of making a music video—it was so expensive at that time. You know, um, and it was something that artists that that had a record label behind them that was willing to put up the money for a video. It wasn't something like. We have today where a cat can go out and get some digital, you know, technology and go out and shoot something that they can get on TV right now. You know, a lot of stuff was shot in film. And when it was shot in video, it was cumbersome, lots of cables, lots of, lots of everything. And it was on tape. Um, and the format at that time was those big three-quarter inch, looks like a VHS tape, but it's a lot bigger. And that was kind of mm -hmm. the format that was being rocked at that time. And so they were, it was just really expensive. So um, I remember there was a place up in, I don't know if anybody remembers, Albee Square Mall in Brooklyn. But there was a spot Absolutely. up in Albee Square. Yeah, there was a spot up in there that lets you make videos with different backgrounds behind. It was like a green screen spot. So a lot mm -hmm. of producers, we would go up there when we had artists. And we just shoot our own little kind of bootleg video, <laughs> but you know we we made it work. You know, yeah. you know New Yorkers, we make it work. We make yeah, it work. So uh, from there, um, yeah, wound up working for kind of going into television over a short period of time, but. I found an artist, I had a jazz artist I was working with, and I never did jazz before. And um, after we produced the album, just like everybody has this issue of, okay, I finished this great song, I finished whatever, but now what do I do with it? And that's the question that we as, as black people, when we, we're so creative and we're so innovative, but we don't have control over the distribution of our stuff. We don't have control over it. So we sit and ask ourselves, now what? After we've created whatever we've created. And so, you know, there was a system in place, you know, with the radio station payola still exists today. And it was just unaffordable for, for artists that were really just trying to get out there. You couldn't afford to really get play like that because it was just too expensive. So I gave a thought to how I could make a difference and how I could pull all this together. And that really prompted the idea for Kebab TV. Um, I thought about us really depending on traditional media to get our image right and not show us in a stereotypical way. I thought about how could we be, take control of our own content We've been ripped off so long in music, in the arts, in so many different things. How could we finally grab hold and grab control and keep it within our own space? Mm -hmm. Well, definitely. So from there, I mean, we're it's... Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yep. Go on. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, brother. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, no, no. I mean, you you bring you you make some some great points, and and I'm I'm glad that you know you've taken this initiative to uh, give us a platform. And the big point that you mentioned, I mean, we always get questions for different people that want to get on, and they want to have that opportunity to get on a platform where they don't have, like you said, the payola. They don't have, even to this day, as you're so right, mainstream radio is controlled by music labels. So your points are excellent, and unfortunately, they're still to a certain extent, even though with the Internet, they're still in place. 
So platforms like yourself are key. So we're very appreciative of you. But uh, I'm sorry, continue on. Well, you know, it's it's platforms like yours that that give opportunity. You follow what I'm saying? And give us opportunity to grow. Um, you know, I know as a person involved in the music industry that, you know, we get award shows like the Grammys and things. They are voted on, and they're voted on by members. So really, you know, when an artist gets their stuff played heavily on the radio, it's because of promotion dollars. It doesn't mean it's the best song. It doesn't mean it's the best content by any means. It just means it had promotion dollars behind it. And, and you know, there's a trend to play things that aren't progressive, that aren't, you know, they will back things that are negative. They will not back things and support things that are positive. And that goes from music to film to television, whatever. And often when they do back it, it gets changed. Very much like Matt Turner, very much like Amistad, and quite a few other films. Well, that's that's a. I tell you, you could preach. I could let you just preach. I mean, you're hitting it, hit on it. You know what it is? With your background of just being in entertainment, understanding, and you know, I was involved in doing the other parts of entertainment back in the day of. Uh, what music So I understand and I get it You know um, But it is so great And powerful that we have Brothers such as yourself that are Taking the torch and Want to give um, Individuals opportunity And A big thing now is You know you have a lot of the music That Or artists out there per se If we talk about music that want uh, a platform, but their music is different. It's not the same typical Drake, let's say. I don't want to knock that brother, but let's just say I'm not in that cutout in that mode, or if I'm not Beyonce looking, or music don't sound like that. You know, I may not, I may not have a chance to be able to to uh, to get my you know my stuff out there. So platforms like this are key because guess what? It's it's open to well, you know to to have that opportunity. The music industry, and I'm gonna just be totally real, is controlled and has been for such a long time by Jews, primarily Jews from New York and LA. It's just real. I'm not lying on nobody. Um, yeah, and it's true. They have taken Absolutely. advantage of. They have taken advantage of African Americans in the music industry from day one, all the way through. Now, the reason that the game is not the same is because they could no longer rip people off because the internet blocked the game. So, but it left a hole for new artists to come out because they relied a lot on labels. They relied a lot on major labels. A lot of people complain about they don't like 360 deals. They don't like record label deals. Record labels had one thing that independents could never have, which is a really well-oiled machine of promotion, marketing, distribution, all the way through and you can't really run a label off a cell phone you really need a big team to run a successful label i'm talking about a label that's selling millions and millions of records and working with artists i'm talking about a full record label machine um we still have labels but they're not the same and the music is not the same musicianship is gone i don't know what that is I, after, I don't know, you might have a better year, but I would say 92, I don't know, maybe we could go a little farther than that. What do y'all say? Maybe maybe 92, but there was a time where we lost the boom bap, we lost the true hip-hop, 
Now, of course, there's brothers still putting it down, um, and there's some underground artists that still stay true to it. But in commercial uh, kinds of music, we've lost real musicianship. We've, we've lost all the quality. Yeah, absolutely. Because of that, you know, it, there was always kind of like that, uh, that, yeah, like you said, that underground artist that people would like, like to hear from. And they would support those artists. So it's, uh, like you said, it's, if you're not mainstream, very difficult. And even I see a lot of these kids today, I see them, they, they, they kind of do what, what they hear. It's, it's no originality. But, you know, back in the day, yeah. you would have artists that just, you know, if we, we talk hip-hop, you know, you talk about De La Soul or Tribe Called Quest, they were not what everybody was doing at that time. They had their Absolutely. own style, their own music, and you don't get that anymore. Everybody sounds the same now. I mean, it's true. It don't matter what station you listen to. Everybody sounds the same. <laughs> And you know, we have to get to a point where we're not scared to say black. And I'm noticing this this thing where particularly some of our young people are scared to say black. Koreans are not scared to say Korean. Chinese are not scared to say this is the Chinese organization. This is the Chinese bank. This is the they're totally good with that. And they look out for their own. We're scared because we're so attached to, is anybody going to be offended? And we, you, no one should be offended by our growth and by our success. But we're always tiptoeing kind of around master and whether we should be ourselves or not. You know, and we've got to get out of that. So... And that is a key component to Black on Purpose Television, giving the opportunity for our people to have a chance and a shot. I wish there was no need for Black on Purpose TV, and I could just call it TV, and everybody's fairly and equally represented. But it's not. That's why you got to have the Chinese Association, the whatever association, because these groups are not represented properly. So... But we, we're scared to say black. Oh, don't say black because I don't want to offend any white folks. No, no, no. We can be just as proud as who we are. It's like we are always looking for validation, kind of like, well, is it okay, master? Can we say that's okay? Can we say black? Is, is it, are we saying it too loud? You know, and we need to stop that because we're not going to grow because we're always looking for that okay, would they get our images right on TV? Would they get our images? And we keep saying, oh, please, well, maybe they'll get it right next time. And you know there's a big discussion about Panther, and I think Panther is a great success, I think, all of that. But I think Panther, people are thinking that Panther is the new emancipation of black people in media, and that's garbage. It is not the emancipation. It is a Disney product through Marvel designed to, again, make them a lot of money. All those actors and actresses have been paid. Now here's where the big money's coming in right now at that box office, DVD, international. And just so you know, the Asian countries aren't even releasing Panther right now. They're focused on their own films. Their folk, they have their own stars, their own people. We can do the same thing. I think that it's going to become, um, I don't look at it as a big utopia. It's going to become where the movie industry is going to settle back down and it's going to be business as usual. Because I'm telling you, as a person that sat in those chairs, in those back rooms, that some people get it twisted that the most important thing that they worry about is money. It's not. The most important thing is the image that you see on TV and who that is and who's shown as in power is the most important thing. The second thing is money. And that's something we got to remember moving forward as 
as a community. That's powerful, powerful statement made there. And like you said, if we if we have our own platforms, and guess what, we can and support them, then we 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 can go out and just understand that we we don't need some of these other platforms like YouTube and these other platforms where we don't control content. We don't control it. So it's a big, why, big thing. Why are what we... Is, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Why, are we talk, why do we talk about black issues on white platforms and then get upset and don't understand why they cut us off when we start talking real stuff? That's ridiculous. Of course they're going to cut you off. It's you're not you're speaking you're speaking about changing your situation on platforms that do not have any interest or do not benefit at all from you changing your situation. Of course they're gonna cut you off. Our plan is to get school buildings in cities across the country, turn them into headquarters for black on purpose TV. And then have in it office space for rent and training in media, arts, and technology. We got to put musical instruments back in these kids' hands so they could start making some real music. We got we got to get back to that. I agree. We got to embrace absolutely yeah, technology. Mm-hmm. What is your thoughts if we're talking about the different platforms? The platforms from Aspire, which is, uh, for those that don't know, uh, that is Magic Johnson's uh, TV arm. And also uh, P. Diddy. I know he changes his name, Puff Daddy, P. Diddy. But he has his um, uh, TV arm as well. Your thoughts on those platforms? Okay, I don't know much about uh, Diddy's platform, Revolt. I haven't had an opportunity to really see a great deal of it in terms of long-form programming. I've seen little short clips from from Revolt. Uh, surprising thing, uh, Aspire TV is not black-owned. Magic Johnson is a spokesperson, and you can Google it. He doesn't own it. He's only visited Atlanta maybe twice or three times just to swoop by and grab a check. He's more of a spokesperson. He doesn't own it. It's owned again by uh, Jews in New York, and that's just what it is. Uh, We have Bounce TV, and I just learned that there's a 10% African-American ownership, okay? And 10% really, to me, right, that's not African-American ownership if it's just 10%. It's gotta be you gotta have a majority. Absolutely. Absolutely. So so we've got that one is not is not black owned. We know of course D E T is not. Telemundo on the Latino side, Telemundo and Univision are not because Viacom bought them all. And they buy them all so they can control what you see and the information you get. It's just that plain. So they can control that, and we can get brainwashed. There was a study by Nielsen that said African Americans watch more TV than anybody else, and it went on to say that African Americans buy more things off TV than anybody else. So if you use that as as logic and as, as truth, then why don't they make commercials that reflect the images of the people that buy more and that watch more TV. That would make sense. The reason they don't is because it goes against having their images out front and keeping your images out of the mainstream. They totally ignore the fact that we buy more. They totally ignore the fact that we watch more because that's not important. What's important and I, I challenge you, 
when you when you get to the crib, turn on your TV, start at the lowest channel, and do what I call the white test. The white test is starting from your lowest channel, going all the way up, and every time you see an image that is not black, just stay white. You will, your teeth will be totally, totally cleaned by the time you stay white all those many times as you go up the station. <laughs> because, uh, again, we must control our own. So my, my goal is taking content creators in New York, in New Jersey, in D.C., in Dallas, in every major black city with a black population, Right. And they're all creating content, but there's no question about where it's going to air. It's airing on Black on Purpose TV. That is That answers the question. Then businesses, Black businesses now have a place that they can advertise on that's directly reaching the people that are going to buy more and watch more. So the sister, whether she's selling some earrings and some jewelry, she can't afford to advertise on mainstream TV. But she can afford to advertise on Bob, and she's not wasting her money on somebody that lives in, uh, you know, Hackensack, who's, you know, Martha and Sue, who's not going to buy that product from that system. Absolutely. It's it's all about marketing to the target audience. Absolutely. So we're into Bob TV. Tell the audience even tell myself how can we get behind you how first off how are we able to get get for those programmers out there they want to you know look at the platform how can they do that programming uh we're on we're on Roku Amazon Fire Stick all smart TVs worldwide all Blu-ray players we're on TiVo uh, coming soon to Google Fiber and to Apple TV. Uh, we get about a million and a half people a day, and we're the largest black-owned streaming network on the planet with over 5,000 shows that you can watch. It's mm-hmm. the biggest archive of things that we have done as black people that's ever been put together in one place. So we've accomplished a lot, and you could go back as far as you want to blues, to reggae, to whatever you want, Malcolm X, John Hendrick Clark, wherever you want to go, but it's never all really been assembled in one place for us, and this does that. Okay, that's that's just good. Well, definitely, definitely want to. Um, I, w- I want to check out the platform. I haven't had the opportunity, uh, so I'm definitely going to get there and, and try to support you. What what types of to where obviously you have the platform now? I think you have sixteen channels. Where where do you want to take yeah. it from here? So we're expanding to twenty four channels. Um, so we have a kids channel, and the kids channel. What's unique is that you never leave the black space. So when you're watching a show. You're watching, your kids are watching positive shows with all black characters. And now your kid is not picking the white doll over the black doll in the doll test because we keep them in our own positive environment and we detoxify them from what they currently see on TV. So you got a sports channel, news channel, uh, we have uh, arts and entertainment which is everything from concerts to dance. Every, I mean, just everything. It's a huge collection of our accomplishments. And we want new artists to come on board. And we want new authorities that speak to us. So instead of Susie Orman talking about white middle-class finance, we have some experts that will come on and talk about our situation and how we can grow through real estate, through business, through whatever. And radio stations, which I want yours on there, so that we can begin to grow that way as well. Awesome. Well, absolutely. I mean, well, the bread man will tell you. I know you know the bread man. We've we've been at this for a while, and 
We have some really great guests um, like yourself on down to all different types of people to uh, inform the audience on how they can succeed in whatever their field is. So in this case, it's, it's, uh, it's really entertainment. It's changing. It's more than entertainment. It's, it's everyday life. It's, you know, spending money that's going to support your people. I mean, it's really, when you think about it, every other um, race supports their own people except us. And you mentioned the Koreans, Jewish. You know, you go in, the, in Brooklyn, you go in, a, a, you know, in, the, in the Jewish neighborhood, you ain't going to see McDonald's and all that other stuff. But guess what? They're going to have all their businesses there. And they support it. So, uh, and we I need to get I back to that essence. And I applaud you for the good work because it's that information that, that you get out there on your show by bringing people on that helps to continue to deliver the information we need. I want to encourage Absolutely. people that are interested to... To, to visit us at blackonpurposetv.com blackonpurposetv.com if you just google black on purpose it'll it'll come right up now if for some reason they don't have access to you uh, via those avenues yet right now I know you're probably trying to cut a deal with Apple which would be huge for you how else can, can they get a snippet of how things are? Um, how the platform um, looks, visit, the programming. They can visit. We have a YouTube channel which has some content, just a little bit. Um, also, our website has uh, a small amount of content that's on there as well. Um out of the Bronx, we have the um, the Keyboard Money Mike show um, that uh, comes out of the Bronx that's on there as well. So, um, yeah, they can definitely check us out that way. Uh, we do have certain criteria. The material is positive, so we don't have content that's degrading to women, and we don't highlight um, things that might wind you up in jail. So those are the two, that's, that's, I guess, two good. of the criteria. Mm-hmm. Now, question. Have you gotten any... I, I know you're based down in the ATL now. Have you gotten a lot of... Uh, and it's not important to get these type people, but it does help to draw uh, attention. Have you gotten maybe any named people to maybe come on a platform to, to do a show or support a show um, you know, um, maybe like, you know, because the big thing now is, you know, uh, I'm not saying uh, magic, but anybody that, would, you know, has said, you know what, you got a great platform and I'm going to get behind it. I mean, there's so many people out there in the entertainment space that can jump on this to help you propel it. I would what like has been to. The feedback? Um, it- it's a matter of reaching out to them and connecting with them. I've talked to so many brothers um, that say they know certain people. Um, we've been approached by Tyler Perry's camp at one point, but it wasn't really in a genuine way uh, to partner, but mostly to try to figure out how we're doing what we're doing. So that didn't work. Um, and that's another story, but, you know, right, right. You, you, yeah. It, it don't even have to be to his extent, you know, uh, because he's just, you know, he, he's so big, and I know he's he's huge down in ATL, but you know, there's a, you know, you got like a, you know, a lot of guys that are doing entertainment. Let's just say like, you know, somebody, which again, you know, depending on if if they're able to do it, but you got like a lot of these guys that are on these platforms that could drive. You know, people to your platform, 
you know, by mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. now social media. You know, social media is so powerful. Yeah, so you see even somebody like Stephen A. Smith, I'm just throwing his name out there, just throw it out there. Says, hey, guess what? Mm-hmm. You know, check out, you know, Bop TV. Yo, you know, this is what my man's doing. I mean, he could drive, he could just drive so much traffic to you for, uh, just just to get the word out. This is just an unbelievable. Agree. I, I think it would be amazing for us. Um, you know, the big question sometimes is what's in it for them? And as a growing network, you know, they have to see the, the down the road for themselves. Um, there are many people that there are many people that talk about helping the community, helping helping our people, but really um, it's really they're making money off our people, but not really giving them anything to hang their hat on. And, you know, so I I want to get some sincere people that really want to come on board and grow this because of the benefit it does to the community and not so much about what they get out of it, because what they get out of it is what the people get out of it. Right. Amen. Amen. But that's what that's. Yep. You say amen to that. That's, yeah, that's what I'm talking because, about, there, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Because when you say that, that that just really like hit a nerve, a good nerve for me. Because as long as Elsie and I have been on this show, we've had uh, well to do come on and give us personal blessings, and always told us if anything we needed, just to hit them up. We have the information. So I truly understand that statement you just made because we've been offered that. And uh, we're looking to um, partner up, even if we have to dig in our archives, just to make something happen for you. So we're looking forward to doing that here in the near future. Absolutely. we got we, we got a lot of, lot of programming that we've done. So, uh, you know, definitely uh, we'll reach out to you. And, uh, again, we're looking to expand uh, onto a platform that's catered to our people. Black programming, absolutely, and you know, and uh, we we have a lot of black artists, uh, not just artists, but I mean entrepreneurs. But I mean, um, we we try to feature a lot of a lot of those artists that have been you've mentioned before, kind of forgotten. So, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. they're legends. We call them old school, but you know what? That's offensive to me. To me, it's these people, yeah. these artists are legends. They're not old school. They're, legend. they're legends. You talk about mm-hmm. the you talk about the rock and roll artists. They don't call them old school. They don't call them that at all. And most, a lot of them, like you said, stole our music. So a lot of those, you know, artists out there, like we had a brother on a couple weeks ago. You know, he does a lot of exa- executive produce, you know, production uh, for like unsung and. A lot of, lot of stuff out there. He's, he's really doing it. And so that's what we try to spotlight. Those individuals out there that's doing it, you probably never heard of them. You look in the credits, and you're like, wow, never heard of this guy. But that's what, behind the scenes, he's, he's he, like yourself, he's doing it. So that's, that's, that's a big piece of what we like to do. We like to pull those people out and, and, and let them tell the audience his, his story. And it's just never overnight, you know. It's 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 been a grind, but guess what? It's it pays off. Not hard work, blood, sweat, and tears. It, it pays off. Pays off. I, it's it's a long struggle. I remember teaching. I remember teaching music at Edenwall Gunhill Center. Y'all y'all familiar with Edenwall Gunhill yes, Community sir. Center? I taught. Yes, sir. I taught there. Mm. Taught music there, right? And um, it's a it's a love. It's a love for your people. People buy, talk about loving their people, but sometimes we're the most self hating people on the planet, and we got to get past that. We've learned lo- we've learned a lot of bad things from our masters that we didn't come over here knowing. So you know, we know community. We know village. 
we know tribes, we know all of that, and we know working together, but we learned a lot of bad things, and we can't get rid of it. We seem to not be able to get around it. So true. Yeah, but guess what? This is, we, we are making ourselves better as, as people and individuals, and the change, we're, we're making change. Change is happening, so you're definitely right. But I'm just so positive that we're gonna we're gonna make that turn and kind of get behind our our people. And if we don't, nobody else will. So because we have a black president now, nobody feels that they need to do anything else for us now. So. We can't expect anybody to do, give us any handouts. We just got to support was, our people. Obama was... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. And Obama, Obama was totally disrespected during his entire presidency. Um, I, do I think he could have done more? Yes, I think he could have done more. Now we've got an environment politically that's affecting even the media because now we've got an environment where now whites have, they've always had this white pride, but now it's this boldness that they could just come up to you and say anything and do anything because they feel like they have a president to back them up. And they are sadly mistaken. They're running into the wrong people to try that. <laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah, it's you know I think yeah. a lot of people now they they understand now that their vote. Um, we, unfortunately, not just us, but a lot of people learn the hard way is when you don't vote. This is what happens, or well, this is what can happen. So, and so I I think a lot of people, according ourselves, learned a a dear lesson. People paid the price for us to be able to vote. And when you take it for granted, things can change in a snap. And that's and that's what happened. So and and you know what? It's not so much even about the Democratic or Republican Party, but you know, that we can get into a whole big thing just about that. But just just taking your right to vote and vote for somebody. Not just one vote. It's power. Because guess what? Those communities, and we talked about those different ethnic uh, people, they vote. And when they want to change mm-hmm. change things, guess what? If you're not if you're not doing what they expect, you're gone. Because they vote in blocks. So I think we're starting to understand that. And when we start doing that, we really turn the turn the corner. So I I, I think that's gonna that's gonna happen. And so, like I said, I'm I'm positive. I think we're gonna we're gonna start getting on that platform of that's what if you're not supporting our neighborhoods, you're not giving us this police support, all the things that we are entitled to. Well, we're gonna we're gonna put somebody in there who's gonna. Who's going to do it? We don't care what they look like. You know, one of the things... But as long as they do it. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that's interesting, you've got... We've had this rash of police violence, killing of primarily African-Americans. If we think about this, if you think back to... Remember when Denny's had their whole thing where they weren't treating black customers right and there were lawsuits and the whole thing. And it seemed to be... it, it seemed to be a culture throughout all the Denny's. Like it wasn't all something that was written, but it was something that was understood. And that's how it is with the, with the police department. It's not something that's written down. It's something that has been said verbally that's mm-hmm. understood across the country that they just adopt an unspoken policy. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something we have to watch out for. Sometimes it's, Things are said, and sometimes things are not said. You know, we had this this uh, violence that has occurred, and I understand that uh, the current 
president um, is seeking mental uh, evaluation for this young man who killed tragically all of these people. Mm-hmm. And you and I know that if that was a black kid, it would not be that way. He'd be frying somewhere under a jail cell immediately. And, you know, there's that, that, that waiver of something's okay for some people and something's not okay for other people. And, you know, all of these crimes statistically are committed by, um, by white kids. And, you know, and I remember, and I know you brothers remember when we were kids and our mothers would, I would go into a store and I'd see a little kid and he's white and he's falling out in the store, crying and screaming. He's cursing out his mother. He's going through all that. And I'm looking at the kid like saying, oh, wow, my moms would not even go for that. I wouldn't even try that. Moms wouldn't even, that wouldn't even go down, right? And, and, and I think the root of that is because they teach their kids not to have that they have no rules that, that, that you follow what I'm saying? They're free. To, Johnny can do anything he wants. He's just expressing himself. You follow what I'm saying? And the world doesn't mm-hmm. work like that. But what it does, though, is it teaches them to have that privilege, right? It teaches, it teaches them from a young age, just say anything you want, do anything you want. It's okay. I'm going to tell your father. And then the kid says, well, you know, heck with him too, you know? Mm-hmm. And they view it in a different way, but that way sets up that, that supremacy, that, that idea of supremacy. Yeah. So true. Absolutely. Well, Mike, I, I man, I, I know uh, we had you on here for for a, a good time, and, and we appreciate it. And we definitely want to have you back on. And actually, we will behind the scenes reach out to you um, and see what we can do to uh, assist you as well. And uh, hey, maybe we can even uh, get our programming on there as well. But um, why don't you again give your uh, information out? Uh, for those listeners out there that want to find out about the platform and consider putting their programming, see if you'll become eligible to get on Bob TV. Sure. Visit blackonpurposetv.com. Email is blackonpurposetv at gmail.com. But you can visit the site blackonpurposetv.com and get whatever information you need and it'll provide everything you need to connect. Any any closing words or what do you got there, Brett? I'm sorry, man. If uh, jump in there yeah. for Mike, do you uh, got any uh, questions yeah, for Mike yeah. or anything Again, before we wrap? No, I just want to reiterate about the little white kid because um, you know when he speaks, he he brings me back to stuff that I witnessed. So I had to have to do a quick story on years ago when I was in the military and I was going home on leave and I was hitching a ride uh, with a young white guy that was in the Navy with me and he lived in Philly and I lived in New York. So when we finally drove from Memphis, Tennessee all the way up to Philly, you know, I spent the night at his house, you know, met his people and everything. And I've been, I've visited a lot of people's houses in my lifetime to this day. I've never been so embarrassed by being a guest in someone's house, this white guy cursed out his grandmother, his mother, his sister, and everybody in the house. And I felt like I just wanted to sneak out the house because that would never, ever happen in any of the houses <laughs> I ever visited or in my house. I never felt so embarrassed in my life. I was like, I'm a guest in this wow. house. And 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 they was just letting him do it like it's a norm. It was a norm. I never experienced that in my life. Not at that level. I've been, you know, I've had stuff that I was uncomfortable with over the years. But that right there, I was scared to go with a white guy's to a white guy's house after that. <laughs> I'm serious, you know. So yeah, that, that even to this day, mm-hmm. even to this day, 
we can't say certain things to our moms or to our grandmas. Oh, that wouldn't course. even go down. No, we could be scared with, to with say with certain words. Look, when you go shopping, don't hit her heel with that uh, shopping cart. <laughs> You're going to get popped. <laughs> <laughs> You wanna know she yeah, got bandages on both her ankles. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, that's that man. respect, man. We 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 have we ingrained. It's just called that proper we, upbringing. You know what I'm saying? That's it, man. It's respect. You gotta have respect for yourself. You know, before you can have respect for anybody else. When you can't respect yourself, you get it. Thank God for our parents. They, you know, they set us right. Now we're able to touch those young ones now, those individuals out there that need it, that don't have it. We can kind of, you know, bring them back into the fold. Say, listen, young man, young lady, this is how you should conduct yourselves. So that responsibility. Yeah, and just for the record, I've never experienced that in a black home, period. You know what I'm saying? Never. And in a black home, you know... Go ahead. I was going to say, in a black home, you know, if we told it, we check that person, too. We'd say, yo, why why are you talking to your moms like that? We would Mm -hmm. say it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I was, I was green back then. I, ain't, I was like, well, I'm trying to get up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was about to take the great. No, I was about to take uh, who's that bus back then? The trailways from Philly all the way to New York. <laughs> yeah, that's where the instinct, the black instinct, kicks in. Yeah, you know, I was just like, why are you watching? Some of those white movies, and you, mm-hmm. this is a scary movie, and white person like you know you hear noise outside. Yeah, they don't want to go. Oh, well, what's that noise? Let me go check it out. You know, you know, a black person. Like, I ain't checking nothing out. I'm out of here. <laughs> you know, but you know the reason for that is it's their desire to want to conquer everything. It's their mm-hmm. desire. They got to know everything. They got to conquer everything. That's why you got, uh, what is that, Tarzan, and you got all that stuff to show that they're the king of the jungle. How are they going to be king of the jungle? <laughs> yeah. You don't want to get me started. I mean, no, shoot, no. You, we don't, you, we don't you even talk. talk yeah, you don't, yeah, don't even get me started because, yeah. I mean, shoot, I start talking about, when you, you know, you see these figures of, you know, people that, that show even God and the part of the, the world that God was at, there was no way that he was the, the color skin that everything's portrayed. Mm. It's just not possible. Nope. He was, he was not, he was not that, 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 you know, and the same thing with Tarzan. There's no way he's mm-hmm. in part of Africa, lily white, you know, mm-hmm. swinging those vines. It's just, it's just not, you know, it's, it's not real. It's all fictional. Yeah. You know, but yeah. uh, this is like you said, they control, you know, you brought up your points, Mike. These control the image of power and and um this is what you get. And people believe it because this is what they see. Mm-hmm. They believe these images of people and like you said, even the church. A lot of churches to this day I mean, if you read the Bible, it tells you. It tells you his hair, how his hair was made up. But, you know, people look, like you said, power and vision in what you see on TV. So, you're doing your thing, brother. I much respect to you. I'm glad we, my partner was able to link up with you. And, and man, this was um, very enlightening to me as far as that a brother's out there and, and, and doing it and you know this is uh, what we need to do support it so definitely um, you let us know keep us informed so we can get the information out to the masses and uh, and as you 
keep growing and expanding your platform, uh, we, we got to constantly get this information out to the masses. Uh, so, you know, it's people don't know, but we got to get them so there's no excuse that they know this is what's happening. This is this is where we need to be at. I see an event coming on that we could throw in New York. I see it coming on. Mm. Most definitely. Absolutely. New York is the place, baby. Movers and shakers, they up here. As you know, a lot of them still pretty much even New York or L.A. That's that's Mm -hmm. the bulk of it. New York's a big piece of it. So, uh, like I said, um, you know, I want to I want to get a uh, visual, and I want to definitely uh, get on and see the platform, and and uh, really, like I said, uh, we'll we'll plug it here for you uh, doing our shows, and uh, at a later time, maybe we could do is get you to do a, a, a drop, you know, and uh, we'll we'll support that as well. Uh, we get different drops during the shows that we do play the different. People that we've had on the show, so let's uh, let's take this to the next level, my brother. You're doing it. You're yes, doing sir. it. I'm yes, doing um, totally You know, I, I like to see uh, positive things happen, and, and brothers doing well, and really helping others while they're really seeing their dream unfold. It's helping everybody, but guess what? It's a dream that you have. And that's that keeps us moving every day. So yeah, I have a dream, and you know every 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 day you take a step. So like I said, we'll help you uh, with that dream. So let us know uh, how we can support, and uh, if there's an opportunity on the platform for us, uh, we we would definitely be interested. So yes, sir, definitely, uh, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much for having me again. Absolutely. Thanks again. And uh, we look forward to uh, hearing uh, what you got unleashing here probably in the coming months. I know you said Apple is going to be unleashed soon. So uh, definitely uh, let the uh, let us know. Hit up the bread man uh, or myself. Let us know when that becomes uh, available or any other uh, ways that the Listeners can view your content. Absolutely. So we thank you. So we thank you again. You have a great evening, and we'll talk to you real soon. All right. I'll let you soon. Peace. Well, Brett, what a great guest. Yes, sir. Man's doing it, and I love it, man. Positive, positive, positive. That's what it's all about. If you just join us, we have Mr. Mike Campbell from Bop TV. It's a great opportunity. And it just hit me, and we'll circle back. But you know, I don't know if you remember, Bright. I'm sure you will. We had those brothers that did, they're actually from Brooklyn, that do content. And they did yes, the yes. Uh, Star Wars piece. Yeah, yes. And they're doing different types of programming now as well. So mm-hmm. um, it's an opportunity to reach out to those brothers. It may be a great fit for them to be able to put some content on Mike's yeah. platform. Just thinking yeah, about sure. those brothers right off the top. I mean, there's yeah. some other guests that we've had, but yeah. that kind of like triggered triggered that. So oh, uh, like I said, just a, a great guest. It's always a great time to get in these things. I don't want to say at the ground level. I mean, he's he's off the ground, but mm-hmm. it's always great to get in when it's growing, and it's always difficult once it's mature, anything, like podcasting, man. We went at the ground level. Now everybody does a podcast. Yeah. So as these things are mature, it's, it's different. So this is a great opportunity, man, and even mm-hmm. for businesses that want to advertise. Yes. That's uh, you know you know if you're trying to cater to the African American uh, space, that's that's what you want to get at. So 
And I, I got some ideas for that brother too as well. So yes, we definitely uh, need to link up with him and uh, and sit down and have a chat with him. So for real. before we wrap up, Red, you got you got any quick shout outs before we uh, yeah, close the show? Yeah, yeah, man. You know I'm still out here on the road doing my thing. Met some uh, some great new people as you can see, and I ran into some old friends that I haven't seen in a while. So you know I'm gonna give my little shout out to my people that's probably listening in tonight. Uh, down in uh, Memphis, Tennessee, one of my uh, new friends, Miss Florita Wilson, down there in Memphis at the Holiday Inn Express, one of the uh, connoisseurs down there by way of the Y.O. Yonkers, New York. And her co-worker, my man Mike, a.k.a. Zulu. You know, I met him also down in Memphis at the uh, Holiday Inn Express. You know what I'm saying? Out there in uh, South Perkins, right off of 240 in Memphis. And an old friend of mine, two friends of mine, Miss Teresa Wesby and Grace Wesby, their cousins, out there in Frazier. I want to give a shout-out to... My man Pooh, keep your head up. I hope to see you soon. And my man, his brother Duke, I want to give you guys a shout-out out there in Fraser, Tennessee. And I want to give another shout-out to an old Navy veteran of mine, Eric Newton. We did some FaceTime. He's down there in uh, South Carolina. And one of my road dogs from way back in the day, 27 years strong, my boy Louis Watkins and my man Bryce Townsend and his beautiful wife Tiffany. I want to give you guys a shout-out. Out there in Memphis, Tennessee. And lastly, a brother I met at my last function in Dallas this past weekend. The brother was out there playing the piano, uh, making the music happen. And he's a drummer as well, musician, Mr. Eric Willis. And he's got some positive things also, LC. And um, we might have to get him on the show too because he's got a book out and he's doing music and he's doing all kinds of positive things, just like our brother. Uh, Michael Campbell. So those are my shout out tonight on the L C and Jack video show. That's what's good and uh big shout out to all our listeners out there. Uh, thanks again for your continued support and we'll keep pushing the envelope here and tonight was a big one. New new platform um to cater to uh to our people. So and if you're not African American, guess what? If you like the African American content which you know, I like all types of content, uh, but this would be good because it gives opportunities to those that can't. And uh, so that's what's great about it. So go ahead, check out Google Bob TV. Find out what you need to do to support, participate, whatever you're looking to do. Till next week, stay safe, stay sound. God bless. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.